Well, God bless you. I am so glad to bring you this week's meditation. I am so moved by this word that the Lord gave me. It is the hour that we have got to believe God and we have got to embrace the power that he's given to all of us, not some of us, some of us. And so I want you to embrace it. You've got to realize that you were created in him. Come on, say it after me. I am as God created me. You know, many of us want to be a lot of things. But God wants you to be reminded that he has created you in his likeness. And most importantly, who he created you to be. Ain't no devil in hell going to be able to block it no how. No matter what hell you go through. No matter what voices you are hearing. Maybe you heard that the voices said, you are not a woman. You are a man. You are not a man. You are a woman. And so whatever voice is talking today, never, never listen to the devil. It could be a voice that say, Hit them, kill them, you know, divorce her, leave that job. It is deception. We have got to pay attention to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Not out of anger, not out of distress, not out of crisis, but believe in God and not the devil. You hear me? And so this message is to encourage you. This meditation is to get you to realize that God has created us in his likeness. And we've got to hold on to realize that we are a chosen generation. Colossians 3 and 12. Think on that. As God has chosen us to be his people, holy and dearly and loved and clothed in ourselves of righteousness and compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. This is when hell cannot rule. When we think on the fruit of who he is. And so say it out to me. I am as God created me. And so I want you to embrace the greatness of God in you. You listen to this meditation, what I have to tell you right now, and think on this. Just meditate on this. Say it like this. This single thought, just what I just said, in regarding that you are created like God, that you are God's creation. This single thought, if you hold it firmly in your mind, this will save the world. But so many don't want to realize the love of God. So many don't want to realize and embrace that God loved them because they're so angry. They're hurting and they, they're so full of trying to get revenge that they will not let it go. They will not roll it over to the Lord. So from time to time, if you think about this and repeat it, and as you think on it, as we reach this extra, you know, dimension that God is trying to take us to, to understand that we can do the supernatural and that we can have the supernatural even in the midst of our mess. He's willing to forgive us as he's shown us every morning with his grace and mercy on us. And so as we begin to reach this place in our lives, we need to look at the stage as we advance from glory to glory and think about this learning stage that you're in right now. And how he's trying to get us to reach this next stage of forgiveness, his blood of love, you know, to be able to forgive and let things go so we can learn from those things. That's why I love Psalms 119 and 71. For me, it is good that I was afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. See, that's what it does. It takes you from glory to glory in your learning. It teaches you how to love. It teaches you how to forgive. It teaches you how to be long-suffering. Sure, it's going to be a process because some people, it is so hard to let something go that is so, you know, plainly and blatantly abused you and hurt you, you know, or disappointed you or betrayed you. But this learning process, when you have truly learned something, then and only then can you let that be a statue of God showing his glory through you. See, what this does, it will make you understand that this means far more 
to you as you advance in the glory of God. This love means far more. This long suffering of the fruit of his glory means far more than being a hater, than holding unforgiveness, you know, in your heart. Don't you want your prayer to be answered? So these words are sacred. I forgive. I am created. These words are sacred. I love you. Forgive me. These words are sacred, for they are the words of God. They gave the answer in the beginning, and they're going to give the word in the end to the world. We got to know that we have to forgive, and we got to most importantly learn how to love, even those who are hard to love. Did he do that with Judas? Yes, he did. He loved him even in the midst, knowing what his plans was. He still loved him. We got to sometimes love the hell out of people. And we got to sometimes make them be right there when they think that they're going to do a Judas move. We're there trying to love that hell and give them an opportunity to repent and turn. It is not our responsibility. And we got to make sure that we and always, we got to make sure that we and always make sure that we forgive and let God do the watering on the situation. And so by this, these issues begin to disappear. And all the things seen within this particular misery or this particular misty cloud of vapor of the illusions of that we're going to handle it on our own. See, what happens, they begin to vanish through love and forgiveness. And these words are spoken over and over again out of our mouth. Whether you get to say it to the person or not, I forgive you. I love you. I said a lot with a lot of haters I know about. I said all the time, I forgive them, I love them, and God, I know they love me. I said all the time. I call their name out. I love her, I love him, and I know he or her love me. And I put your blood of love, I name, and forgiveness between us, God, so we can get it right, so we can make sure that that devil don't win, that we will lift you up and give you glory. For they come from God, the love. Those words come from God. Here in the word, that's what it is, that word that God has spoken to us, that we are a chosen generation. And he said that love covers a multitude of sin. So here in the word, by which the son became his father's happiness. Yes, he did for us. His love, what? And that love of blood was our completion. It gives us an opportunity. So here in creation, where we are right now, come on, say it after me. I am God's created one. I am as God created me. And so here in creation, yes, here in creation is proclaimed. And yes, it is. It is honored as it is. I thank God for to be able to share that with you, that this creation of embracing the greatness of God in you can be right now. So, Father, I thank you that in Jesus' name that they know, according to Psalms 103, that God knows you. God knows that the Lord is God. Yes, it is. We know it. We know it. We know it. We know it because he lives in us. And he who has made us, we are his. And we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Yes, God. And for the sake of your great name, God, Lord, that you will not reject your people because the Lord you what are pleased to make us your own and so i speak that to you today say it i am as god created me i will embrace the greatness of god in me today and i will demonstrate it through the blood of love and through the demonstration of long suffering for those who may be difficult so you have a wonderful father's day and i want to salute all the fathers who are not angry and who are not abandoned we need to make sure we celebrate those uh fathers who are not uh, how they say violent, 
So nonviolent fathers, I honor you. Fathers who have reached out to their children, and even those who are trying to make it right for those that they have abandoned. I celebrate you today, and I pray you have a wonderful holiday. God bless you. Talk to you soon.